shoot, man. I guess uh, let's go ahead and get things started. So I guess uh, the first topic today is going to be, uh, would you guys uh, commit to killing your variants if you could get powers like Jet Li the One? Okay. I'll let Pun take this one first because I, I already know what I'm going to say. But I, I want to hear Pun. Oh, I mean, if I had access to other versions of myself and I could get their intelligence and strength by killing them, I don't think I would. I would just gang up. Like, we'd just gang the fuck up. There'd be... Like, gang the conquerors? Yeah, there'd be 200 fucking puns putting their minds <laughs> together fucking ready to fuck some shit up. You know what I'm saying? If I had... If I had one more of me out here in the world, bro, I'd be fucking unstoppable. So I can't imagine what giving me access to an infinite number of myself would do. Like, I would, man, we would gang the fuck up. We'd run the planet in a heartbeat. And then soon you turn your back when your variant's gonna stab you in and right? take your powers. It's gonna be that one variant, right? Like the uh, fucked up pun and just stab you all in the back. Yeah, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll catalog and create a spectrum of all of my variants based on likeliness to kill me and all the ones who are most likely to kill me will be put first. <laughs> you know? But it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a oh I want your knowledge and strength thing. It would be a like I gotta protect myself from someone who's like knowingly willingly trying to threaten me type shit. But um, uh, well uh, the one caveat is uh, you know what? Now nah, we'll keep it as it is. Because I was gonna say to make it funner, you guys wouldn't be able to how can I put it? You've seen Jet Li the one, right? Yeah. I might have okay. seen it fucking like decades ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just make sure you guys have I don't the really remember it, to be honest. Yeah. It's basically like a. Yeah. One Jet Li was like killing all the other ones and she was getting like crazy powers. Yeah. Imagine. The one who uh, was it and all the other ones would like gain the powers because it's basically kind of dispersing. You kill one, <clears> everybody <throat> can lift like five more pounds or whatever, then. You know, finally you just get to the pinnacle to where it's like, it's only like four or five of you bitches left, and then it's like, you know, what now? So basically, basically there's a sum total of strength. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like you fucking took a Brillo pad and rubbed your, rubbed your microphone with it. Man, I got a scuffed ass <laughs> mic. Whenever I try to like mute it to, to like take a vape hit, it fucks up. So I just decided not to fuck you. Okay. Just hit the vape, motherfucker. It's, it's, it's better to hear it every year in there than it is to hear <laughs> fucking All right. <laughs> you know, come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say it sounds like you're getting hit with the WWE chair or WWF chair every time you're on greens over here. My getting, getting, roll, my head in. getting rolled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my battery dying. I wouldn't be able to kill my variants, man. Only because, like, okay, so family's like real important to me, and I feel too fucking bad for that fucking variant of me and their family. To go, you know, to like lose their son, brother, whatever, grandson. So I guess I, like the empathetic side of me is like, man, I couldn't do it just because I'd feel bad for like my uh, my variant mother or my variant father or variant like grandmother. I just know how much of a fucking maniac I am. I don't want to fight that motherfucker. Fuck that. <laughs> like for real. Like if, like I swear to God, if there's another motherfucker like me, that's one to make a friend. Like you don't want you don't want a pun enemy. You know what I'm saying? Much less an infinite army of enemy puns. There's just no way you're gonna win. So uh, I'm on the. I gotta get. I gotta gang up with them, or else we're gonna get. We're all gonna die. Well, let's uh, remove ganging up, and the only way to get anything from them is to kill them. So we'll just say that all of them are super stubborn. They're like, fuck off. Like, if you want what I got, you gotta kill me. So that way, we don't have like a council of ricks or anything like that. 
Okay, so yeah, I was, I'm, I'm gonna do a council of pawns if I have the option, but I mean, if it's coming down, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and kill him for the sake of just gaining power. Like, I'm plenty smart and plenty strong as it is, so whatever. But I mean, you know, if it's like a Jet Li situation, every time one of the bad ones kills one of the other ones, that power gets distributed evenly between me and them. So, like, it's a zero, it's, it's all the same for me. The ones that are gonna kill out there are gonna kill, and I'm gonna get stronger all on my own. And, yeah, I'm gonna fucking lead my life like a good dude, and like whenever the ones come around trying to get me, they're gonna fucking meet their match. They're gonna meet their match, and I'm gonna get stronger. Cliff brought an interesting point. Like, there's gonna be that one pun or one Anthony, you know, who's not like us in any way, like a, like we are right now, right? Well, there's gonna be an anti. Yeah. I mean, if it, if there's an infinite number of potential variations on how you are, then there's gonna be an entirely equal. There's gonna be an equal and opposite version of yourself. I mean, like it, an evil one uh, that would take advantage of your like. Uh, I don't know, compassion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, just, yeah. So yeah, there would that, definitely be like manipulative evil ones for sure. But that's what I'm saying. It, you got to, you got to, you got to get out in front of that and make you a little, make you a little spectrum chart of like which ones are bad and good. You know, play things accordingly. Man, fuck that, Anthony. Man, fuck that dude. Manipulative <laughs> bastard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Then you got the simple Greg that just wandering around. Uh, right. You know that guy eats shit, right? <laughs> 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 Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. yeah. Rick and Morty reference. I love it. What would you I, literally, I literally have Rick and Morty on the TV right now. Which, man, shout out uh, Justin Roiland for getting cleared of all his charges and shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, so, you know, I, I run Portal Boys podcast, and I literally did an episode of Portal Boys that was completely unrelated to Rick and Morty and in that episode I was like yeah I'm probably not gonna be fucking with uh, this show like I'm gonna keep watching the show but I'm not gonna keep doing a podcast on it because there's some real ugly shit going on around it but now that uh, now that like you know the, the chips have landed where they're gonna land and there's some clarity on the situation I'm probably gonna keep on doing Portal Boys podcast which uh, speaking of which man it's no longer Garland uh, is it did he ever get, uh, like, is he getting his job back? Because I know, aside from that fucking, what, the kidnapping bullshit, he was also, like, supposedly, allegedly, like, messaging, like, underage female, or women, or well, girls, so, sorry. You know, that, well, so the thing is, like, I, I don't know how <laughs> that is, but, I mean, exactly. at, the, at the end of the day, that's grooming, and that's not illegal, right? Like, it's unsportsmanlike, and unchill, it's and, creepy. like... Yeah. yeah, nothing, nothing that I would ever, nothing that I would ever do. But I mean, at this point, those would be fucking photoshopped. Like, it's very, it, it's very, very clear that there's been like a targeted attack on his character, and he's persevered and come out the other side of that stronger, right? So like, I don't know. I really like that. Like, they tried to cancel the guy, and he kept his fucking mouth shut and let due process happen, and he was vindicated. And you know, I'm happy for the guy on like a sincere personal level, man. Like, because people get canceled all the time for the dumbest shit. And like, man, that was some serious shit that was being that he was being accused of, man. But like, you know, sure. the court the courts looked at it and like, you know, wasn't really going on, and you know, no charges, dog. So like, yeah, I'm I'm pumped for the guy, and I'm glad that I'm gonna get to keep doing Portal Boys because I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty, and you know, it was definitely I just didn't want to have my creative projects. Uh, attached to something where someone's like openly grooming and doing like the heinous shit that the creator was being accused of right like they say you got to separate the art from the artist but like I don't necessarily co-sign on that like motherfucker you're a shithead and what you're doing is therefore of shithead you know and so 
you know, yeah. it was an, it's an awkward deal, man. But like at the end of the day, I'm pumped that Justin Roiland got vindicated, and I'm pumped that I'm going to get to keep doing football. Yeah, man. And I mean, one of the good and bad things about tech is having the access to be able to kind of look at the paper trail. And man, it's just really, really tough just thinking if this happened to a person from bumfuck India or something like that with like no cell phone, no anything, and it's kind of like word of mouth versus this, you know, dude from a small town or something like that. So, you know, man, finances definitely helped this dude out so, so much. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, if, if he was poor, like, I mean, I think they would have thrown him in jail and then ask questions later. Well, I mean, the thing is that, like, they would have, I think they would have arrested him, you know, but he was, like, obviously financially well off enough to, A, make bail, and B, hang back and sit up and shut up and fucking just let the storm pass. Like, most people ain't got that option, you know what I'm saying? Best so, attorneys as well. Yeah, exactly. Argument. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, there, there's definitely a lot of privilege involved where he's able to actually, you know, get past this, whereas a lot of people would never be able to but you know hey at the end of the day like that's nothing that i control and i'm just trying to like remain objective about like what did or did not happen and what creative projects i do do not want to be involved with welcome to america man it's like those people that have that kind of money that can just throw like they can throw out the courts to get the best lawyers or all that stuff you know they're you know their sentences are usually pretty lenient compared to someone from like a lower socioeconomic. Well, you got to understand that you can literally do community service. You can literally like pay fines in lieu of certain things. And so whenever you have enough money, you can literally just throw money at most circumstances and like, like enough money, right? That's considered like your community service type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you fucking help the community with all this money and this and that. We're going to give you this like, you, 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 you repaid your debt to society type shit. It's like, I guess the energy. But I don't know. I feel like whenever you can let people get off, like if someone commits a criminal act and the only repercussion that they're going to have to deal with is a fine, then that actually isn't illegal for the rich. It's just you got to do it with a tax, right? Like a, like a criminal charge resulting in nothing but fines is effectively just a tax in my mind right because they're never going to go to jail they're just paying out a percentage of their profits and they're going to keep right on rocking they're actually not being negatively affected whatsoever except on their like you know item line at the end of the quarter right and like if you're making a fucking billion dollars and they want you to pay two million for you know that's fucking negligible it really is and so you know it's just one of those things where like what, what is illegal for the poor is really just a tax for the rich in many circumstances. My thing is like the bail system. So like, you know, if they get hit with like a $500,000 bill, then of course they can easily get that, like 10% or whatever. They can easily like make bail. Whereas if someone, uh, you know, from a lower socioeconomic, like I was saying, if their bail set at, fuck, even like 5,000 maybe, you know, most of the times they're gonna sit in county until their their court date, which is like months away, right? Yeah, so, well, yeah. I mean, that's where a lot of counties do. Like, I don't know. I feel like particularly like Williamson County, the county that we grew up in in Texas, they have like a ninety-eight percent fucking conviction rate. It's because they're ninety-eight percent of the arrests that they are making are for fucking small misdemeanor things, where the maximum sentence that you can be given is less than 180 days, right? Like you got 
proven guilty and they wanted to give you the max sentence and now you got to sit 180 days, right? So if you're the guiltiest version of anything that they can come up with, you got to sit 180 days. Well, they're going to make you sit 180 days before you even get the opportunity to go and defend yourself in court, right? Like if you want to defend yourself in court, you got to sit for the maximum sentence before you ever even get your opportunity, right? And so even if, so if you sit in jail for fucking 90 days 180 days and then get proven innocent there's no getting that time back you might as well have been guilty the whole time and so in real life bro in real life we got guilty until proven innocent especially if you're poor right at least if you're rich you can get out and walk around and do what you want between when they arrest you and when you go to court but if you're fucking poor bro like you are literally guilty until proven innocent they are going to fucking incarcerate you the entire time and if you get proven innocent there's no recourse for that deprivation of life liberty and pursuit of happiness between when you got arrested and when you were vindicated and that's a big issue man like a lot of these counties are knowingly willingly depriving people of timely trials right like if if, if you're not getting a, a court date within the period of time of the maximum sentence for the crime then you've been deprived of the time of trial right like you went to trial after what the maximum sentence would have been and you got proven innocent and you still sat for longer than you would have ever if you'd just literally taken a plea to be guilty and so it's like some real ho-ass shit that like the courts do there's some real big issues with like this the system you know what i'm saying and like we ain't gotta like devolve into the conversation about that but um that's actually a I was going to say that's actually a great segue into our next segment, which is going to be what will it take to slow down AI is going to be the first part of my question. And my second part is going to be what if hypothetically AI has been tricking us into building it. So basically just like AI is kind of this, we'll just say being just so you can kind of visualize it. But what if AI is kind of like tricking us into like, hey, if we build this calculator, we can do this. If we build this computer, we can do that. But it's actually AI potentially tricking us into like, hey, once these fucking apes get smarter, they can build us up and then they can build us. And then once we get to a certain point of operating on our own, we can kind of just do our thing. I think you're giving AI entirely too much credit, bro. They're literally just running truth tables going, if this, then that. You know what I'm saying? They're literally just logic processors that are able to take into consideration previous data over the long term. And so it's really like not even all that much that they're doing. Like, it's just like interesting how they can create responses with them and it makes it feel like it's sentient. Like, bro, it's literally just a rock that we tricked into giving us clever responses to inputs. You know what I'm I saying? Think, I think but, certain I mean, AI though, because, oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say to counter that, how would that make it different from a human? Because well, I mean, basically all we are just inputs of information and data that kind of just regurgitate it in a certain way i mean if that's all we are to you then there's no difference i'd say to pun's point about like you know right now it's, it's like limited i think there are certain ai out there that have the ability to like evolve and grow and, and like learn right Whereas, well they all do they all do that's, like that's the, the chat, point well the chat gpt thing that we're like i i'm sure you guys have heard about it we're like you just at you know you get into like a like a chat, I guess a chat room with an AI and you just ask it stuff. Like after that session's ended, it no longer is learning, right? It's If you start a new session, because I saw something online that they convinced the AI that two plus two equals five. So they were like, oh yeah, I tricked the AI because it was learning from this human or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, but if you start a new session, it restarts like another, like if you say two plus two equals what, it'll say like four. But well, the more so it has AI. 
well so it has they have like base values built into them right and so whenever you put certain inputs in it'll give you certain outputs out right but like as you go through the prompt process on an individual prompt basis it will change the way that it's responding to you right um but so yeah man it, ai isn't all that scary to me, man it's just fucking one of those things where we've tricked rocks into fucking giving us responses that we want right like everything that that thing can do has been programmed for it to be able to do and like they get to where depending on the input that gets put into it it can kind of make it go into some weird directions and i think the, to answer cliff's question the only way to slow it down i don't i don't really know like I, I don't i don't i don't know if i necessarily understand the question like if the question is to say how are we gonna just keep the proliferation of artificial intelligences from happening then we just probably have to litigate that right because people at the individual level are going to look at it as an opportunity for profit so they're going to keep trying to profit because we're in the system of capitalism right so the only way that we're going to get past people trying to wield ai for the sake of profit is if we either circumvent the profit model or we uh regulate it so that you can't but at the end of the day bro it's all just fucking ones and zeros bro and like i don't i don't see how you're gonna ever stop a nerd from making like bro a rudimentary artificial intelligence systems are not very difficult to make at all and so it's not like anybody like literally anybody with a computer at home can like ultimately with enough research create an artificial intelligence program and so you know it's like one of those things where you're trying to tell people like i don't know it's, it's one of those things where those two options and i don't necessarily like either of them right like i but i'm also not particularly terrified of ai so even y'all's boy elon musk said that we should be worried about it like i guess like how far it can grow like clip saying well elon you know I mean? musk is full yeah. of shit habitually everybody thinks that guy's way fucking preach that guy ain't fucking. That, that guy didn't design the motors for the Tesla car. You finally but, seen the light. I thought you're Elon Musk fanboy, bro. I like Man. Elon Musk. I think he's a fun personality, but I've never once thought he was a clever inventor. Like he's hey. not. He's this. He, he he was part of a team that created fucking PayPal. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. And that was clever. But like the the dude isn't like some genius engineer. You know, like like he's got this PR thing where people think he's a genius engineer. And he's fucking literally not. Like. He's a fucking frontman for businesses, right? Like, it's, really, it's like an, in, an influential frontman for businesses who, like, has a disposition to make investments in places that seem cutting edge. But, like, he's not the guy. He's, like, he's, he's being put on by people who are better at what they do than him by a long shot, for sure. Yeah, I think his uh, business acumen has a... How can I put it? Basically, he's so great with business that people have identified him as a creator. And I think uh, part of his genius, I guess, if you want to use that word, is like the perception that he's creating Tesla, you know, fuck the two guys who actually created the company or whatever. Right. And uh, yeah, just able to kind of like brush them to the side. But I'm sure he's had those combos like, hey, I want to be the face. Here's X amount of money. Don't spend it all in one place. And I'm gonna be the fucking face of this shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's like a really charismatic man who like makes ballsy investments based on what he feels like he wants to do, and it, you know, sometimes works out really well because it isn't necessarily what would be the most profitable in the short term. It's what Elon wanted to do, and sometimes that turns into something more profitable in the long term than what something that would have been calculatively more profitable in the short term, right? And I so, believe. Okay. No, I mean that's it. That was the point. Uh, I believe that. <laughs> 
there's something deeper going on with the Twitter accusation. Uh, especially like at the value he brought it, uh, he bought it at. Like he he overpaid for it, right? And he, he knows it. Mm-hmm. And it I, I really think it has a lot to do with like censorship of certain accounts in different countries. And I think that if you look at like some of the like buddy buddy relationships he has with certain people, that it is completely you know plausible that this is you know uh you know one of the ways he's going about either misinformation or censoring of, of specific voices in different countries not just not not just america but like um I don't hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on 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 bro you think that elon is the guy who's trying to censor folk no, 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 no. Well, I di- in different countries, I think at the request of certain people in leadership positions, if they say, "Hey, is there a way that we can like?" But you realize, uh, but you realize that exactly what you're talking about is exactly what he exposed in the Twitter files. The Twitter files are bullshit, and it's already been proven that. What do you mean? Tell me about how you yeah, know the Twitter files are bullshit. It's not even being pushed anymore. Like the guy who was like leaking the Twitter, like the Twitter files or whatever. He's not even active on Twitter anymore. He, he went to well, it was, well, bro, it was Elon putting out the Twitter files on his personal Twitter home. Like, uh, what are you talking I, about? The last I checked on it this week, yeah, it was a whole, like, shit show. Like, it, it there was nothing of value that was found out. Bro, by. there was literally verifiable evidence that people were being censored at the behoofs of governments, bro. Like, you kidding? Like, I don't know what fucking news channel you've been watching bro but like that is not the fucking case you need to get off the fucking tv bro no i was on twitter when i read all this i mean you can look it up yourself if you want i don't know when's the last time that you've done like any uh like when you looked into it but yeah it was all a bunch of bullshit man it was if you look at what elon's doing right now he's grifting people and he's grifting people towards the right you know what i mean like conservative people and it it all makes sense like, uh, uh, like I said, it, it's a conspiracy theory. Of that mine. sounds like some really obvious conspiracy theory bullshit to me. I don't know. It all makes sense because there's a lot of things that I used to see about, like on Twitter, um, whether it was like news related or anything that had to do with like the recent, like well, not recent, but like the shootings we've seen. I would see that first like front page on Twitter. Now it's like buried. Like those articles or those links to like the video of. Of, of those kind of news stories, like shooting stories, it's like they're not nearly as um, like I'm not seeing them as much. Like they're being buried. Um, so because yeah. so because the particular type of news that you like to ingest isn't being put on the forefront now, you think that there's some type of malice happening? No, I'm just wondering what happened. Like something. Well, I mean, they changed the algorithm. Literally, exactly. it literally, it literally went from being ran by a bunch of fucking. Indian trans yuppies to being ran by like a white man, bro. Like, I don't know what else to put. I don't know what else to sell you, man. Like, yeah, it's fucking. What I was saying about earlier, like, you know, just like at the like censorship of some accounts in different countries. Um, we can say Russia, for example. You know, if there are certain accounts there that you know Putin was like, hey, is there a way that we can like hide these or make sure that. They, they don't get as much exposure as they would have. So you think that he's banning accounts at the behoost of Putin, the guy who's literally referred to him as a war criminal for putting up Starlink in Ukraine? You, think that, that, you, you think that he's serving the guy who's referring to him as a war criminal? Well, so, quick point, uh, just so I don't forget it, um, Elon, I believe, has admitted that 
he won't censor people, but he won't give certain people the. Uh, they'll basically, uh, I guess, kind of condense the exposure. So let's say somebody's uh, doing the Tide Pod Challenge. He's like, hey, I'm not going to force them to, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, basically he's going to decrease their views uh, manually. He's like, hey, I'm not going to remove it, but people are going to have to manually search for yeah, insert like whatever video. Yeah. So, so but, there um, are pictures of Elon buddy, like buddy budding with like the Saudi Arabian princes. Uh, I think it was some big political person in Russia, some female, or some woman, I'm sorry, some woman. I forgot. So, like I said, it's just a theory of mine. But it, to me, it makes kind of, it makes, it makes sense. I don't know. It don't make sense to me for Elon to be about certain money. people who are fucking telling us more criminals. It just seems wild. Like, it just seems clearly yeah, contradictory think, to me. I think it's a real estate, uh, in my opinion. Like, I don't know what the timeline is, but it's only going to be a handful of companies, and then everything else is going to be a subsidiary of that company. So I mean, hell, that's, have, all, that's already the case, homie. Like, shit. Well, yeah, but I think it's going to be a more advanced on that. And if you have Twitter, you have basically they're going to try to remove all of the smaller platforms to the point to where it's only Apple, you know, Facebook, Twitter. And, you know, essentially you're going to have like your big tens. So I don't think this was an investment that was to uh, gain profit initially. But I think whenever everything else kind of gets removed and you know, I guess kind of to Greg's point, uh, censorship is going to be something that's a, you know, a constant issue. And if you have one of the biggest platforms, you have all the people's information, everything they type in, you know, people literally put their whole lives online and, you know, for marketing purposes, hey, this asshole keeps talking about Nike shoes all day, every day. Let's flood his feed with Nike shoes. And, you know, yeah, I just think, uh, at that level, just owning shit is just so uh, valuable because, like, nobody else has a Twitter, so he's like the only guy who has that. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, I feel like he literally got—he literally went and purchased Twitter because they fucking locked him. Like, they were like, what? Twitter can't use Elon can't use Twitter no more. And Elon was like, "All right, cool, money back." And now he's using Twitter. Yeah. And I mean, there's already been instances where like the engineers have come out and said that like Elon's asking us to fucking block people who effectively just pissed him off personally and shit and so like Elon definitely ain't no saint I just question whether or not he's a lapdog for fucking like malicious interests out there abroad like hey it's all about the money man you know when you think of someone like Elon it's all about how can I make more money but is it though like you get money but you literally just said that he overpaid for Twitter right so it's like if it is all about money then why is he overpaying for shit you know what I'm saying like it's just I don't know. It goes deep. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, it's deeper. I'm telling you. It it goes deeper than just like the acquisition of Twitter, right? There's deeper ulterior motives that he has that we just don't know about. Sure. Yeah. So, as does any human, <laughs> right? Like sketchy motives. Like, you know, the, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, bro, he's a, he's a billionaire. He's definitely not on our team. Like, don't like, I, yeah. don't make any mistake. Do you think that because you're an Elon fanboy, you and Elon are now on the same team. You are wrong, homie. Like, Elon's a billionaire and he's on Team Oligarch, and you're poor and you are not on his team. That's real life. It's really wild, like, how he shifted, like, to the right when he was so, like, like in the middle on certain issues before. 
I think that, bro, I think that, I think that the problem is that the political landscape is shifting up underneath people, bro. Like, you realize Joe Rogan's considered a right-wing person now, and he literally went and voted for Bernie Sanders. You feel me? So, like, it's just a matter of shifting political I wouldn't, I wouldn't call Joe Rogan right-wing. I wouldn't say, yeah. I wouldn't either, but that's because, yeah. but that's because me and you both know well enough about him, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, people on the internet say that Joe Rogan's like a right-wing shill when fucking four years ago he was talking about going to vote for Bernie Sanders and Tulsa Gabbard. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like one of them things where like it seems like anybody who's like relatively objective over the long term winds up getting accused of being like way too far on the left or way too far on the right depending on what the uh, landscape is currently, right? Because like I remember whenever Joe Rogan was getting criticisms for being a socialist and I also like see now where Joe Rogan's getting criticisms for being a fucking hyper-conservative fucking MAGA troll, and it's like, bro, he's oh, neither, he's, he's neither of those things. He's been objective for decades, you know what I'm saying? It's just the, the landscape's changing around him, so people are feeling how they feel. I think uh, they see that Joe's, like, number one, as far as, like, just being able to, like, uh, curate all types of people from different walks of life and the views that he's getting. They're no longer going to CNN or Fox or MSNBC. And literally, it was probably about a six to eight month stretch. It'd be like, hey, Joe Rogan's a transphobic. And they were like, look at this piece of information. You know, the cancellation didn't work. They were like, hey, he's uh, homophobic. You know, and then they'll put out articles about that. Hey, this dude's uh, yellow as fuck because he's taking homemade uh, COVID remedies. You know, just like was thing after thing after thing after thing. And they were, and I believe they were doing it for two purposes. Like, hey, if you release an article about, you know, it's kind of like rap. It's like, hey, if you talk about the biggest rapper, hopefully he'll uh, respond to you. And you know, it just kind of. I don't even think. I don't even know if it's about that, bro. I think it's about a small group of corporations feeling as though their revenue is being threatened by Joe and people like him, right? Like. Joe's right, more or less, fun. yeah. Joe's more or less the figurehead of podcasting on the planet at this point, right? And Joe gets more views on a, any given Tuesday night than Fox and CNN rolled into a ball. He'll get 10 million views on a Tuesday night, and that's just dunking on what the the news stations are doing. And so, I think they're just trying to uh, one undercut his credibility to their viewers so that they don't lose their already limited viewership to Joe Rogan. And then also they want to bridge that out and try and get some of Joe's viewership to drop off of Joe and come over to what they're doing now, right? Like, it's just a matter of like, if, if, if you look at it as marketing shit, right? That's all it is, is marketing, right? Like they're trying to negatively affect Joe's market share because they have the market share, right? And so the less market share that Joe has, the more market share they have, the more money they get. Right, and it's literally that simple. Like just- I'd say, it, it was like I talked about, I think last week, about you know those people who are too far left, like are too far right. It's those lunatics who, if you don't agree with everything that they, you know, for like every conversation, you're not an ally or you're not uh, a conservative or whatever. If you right. don't agree with every single like point that they're trying to make, then they call for cancellation and and that's both on the left side and on the right side and that's the most uh, annoying thing about these type of people that are extreme well, i mean that's just everybody in general like uh i remember i was scrolling twitter today 
and uh, it was a plate of barbecue, had like mac and cheese, corn on the cob, a whole bunch of other shit. And it was a, you know, crispy burnt up hot dog, just looked like a regular cookout plate. Had a fly on it and everything, so I know it's authentic. And uh, the caption had, and the caption had, if you don't like this, you're not black. And then I was like, you know what? I got time today. I was like, dog, we gotta raise the bar outside of shitty cookout place determining if you're black or not. Like, let's say if you don't make 200k, you're not black, and like raise the bar for once. Like, yeah, people's uh, from all walks of life just seem to have given up, man, in a weird way to where it's like, you know, either you're in the clique or you're not in the clique. I don't know. It's just, man, people are getting fucking weird out there. People spend too much time on social media, man. If they would just get off their screens and just go out. Normal people in the real world do not act like any of these clowns that you see on the internet. Like, these type of conversations. Like, who has conversations like that? I I really do think that you're on to something. I think that the average person who's under 30 years old these days is having the majority of their social interactions occur online. And people act very differently online than they do in real life, right? Like whenever the whenever the like possibility of getting hit in your fucking mouth is removed and you're not there having to like I don't know, there's like energy in real life, bro, that like people have to be considerate of. And like I don't know, it just feels like uh People are only really that much online. Like in real life I go out there in the world and I talk with trans people and we get along great. And I talk with hyper right wing people and we get along great. You know what I'm saying? Like I get along and we all get along great with everybody. Everybody pretty much agrees on like all the important shit. Politics is just found politics and social media is just really, really good at keeping us separate so that they can keep us fighting over one another, so that we're not triangulating our efforts on the thousand guys on an island who run the planet, so that they can keep robbing us. so they can get clicks, man. It's all about getting clicks, getting likes, getting like hearts, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, they're addicted to fucking clout. They're addicted uh, to like shock value, like conversations. Yeah, where they bro. Know, oh man, a million people saw this controversial shitty take I had. You know. It- well, and even even at the smaller level, bro. Like I'm part of some shit posting groups where, like, man, there are some guys out there who, like, literally they only get their dopamine by seeing reacts right like it doesn't even need to be a positive react the fact that they did something that created a feeling in someone else to the point that they had to react gives them like some weird little inkling of like satisfaction right And like those people who are like that are so lacking in real world in like the real world right like they're not getting hugged those people who are doing that shit the people who are fucking being divisive and um, people who are like trolling and being ugly and shit online, those people are people who need a hug, for real. Like, I, and and I, I really do try my best. Or smack to the face. Not even, not even, bro. Because like all a smack to the face is gonna do is create deeper fucking lines of division, and like that person's child is gonna grow up hearing about how that person on the other side smacked their dad on the come up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just gonna create deeper and darker lines of division over the generations bro like the only way to stop this shit is to fucking love one another for real like man i swear to god if we if we love the bigots today they can teach their kids that they that they were loved unconditionally maybe their children won't be so bigoted you know what i'm saying like it's literally i don't i don't know if there's any saving the bigots and i don't know if there's any saving the people who are truly ugly but I do believe that we can make incremental changes on the personal level within them to the point where the next generation might not be so fucked. We can save the children. 
Right. And, but but oh. that start, but that starts yeah. with treating the parents. Man, Dude, speaking of clowns. speaking of which, uh, what's up with the old people like murdering people? Like, uh, have you guys heard about the two most recent stories of like elderly people like literally murdering people for going into their driveway or knocking on their door? I think they're just terrified. I think it's literally just fear. I think that I think that they're old and brittle, and they know that they can have things taken from them by force. And they're terrified. I think it's, and I think that that's literally because of the news and social media. Yeah, I think like, uh, uh, this, uh, this particular story, it's a 20-year-old woman uh, on Saturday in upstate New York. Uh, they'd uh, pulled into the 65-year-old uh, Kevin Manoa's. They would never, like, literally start firing on him and killed him. I was like, bro, what? As like, they were driving away, bro, because they pulled into the wrong driveway, if I remember correctly. And then when they realized yeah. it, they were like, oh, okay, it's the wrong driveway, let's, let's drive away. And then as they were driving away, he fired to, like, towards the car and ended up hitting one of them fatally. Yeah. But it's not even an old people problem, man. I think there's two other separate stories of young people uh, shooting. I don't know if you heard about the Fort Chili in Elgin, Texas, bro, at, at the Elgin HEB. They, uh, yeah, they went to the ATV, and as they were going back to their car in the parking lot, one of the girls um, accidentally went into the wrong vehicle thinking it was her friends. She opened the door, saw someone was in the passenger seat, and immediately was like, oh, I'm sorry, and closed it. She went back to her car, and the guy followed them, some young guy. Uh, and they said that he said something, they apologized, and he ended up shooting in the car. At the Damn. Airport. Yeah. I mean, those, I mean, you know, those type of people, like, need to be put in cages. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fucking literally can't contain yourself and can't not be out here potentially killing folk. Like, you're literally the reason why we have jails. Yeah. Man, we, we gotta start murdering people with undeniable evidence. Like, if there's something that cut and dry, man, we gotta just start, like, just have the firing squad. You know, like, quit well, wasting space, quit... Well, you know, that, that's up to the mob, you know what I'm saying? If a hundred people fucking went and got that motherfucker and drug him out to the street and beat him to death with rocks, and everybody decided to keep their fucking mouth shut, the cops wouldn't be able to do fucking nothing. And so until people start fucking taking shit into their own hands, and they, they, then it ain't gonna stop. You know, if you're, if you're gonna rely on the state to fix your problems for you, then it ain't gonna happen, because the state ain't good at nothing. If you're, if you're relying on the state to make it so that there ain't no crime, that ain't gonna work. The, the, the state the state can't do no, think of one thing the state has done fucking well ever killing extract extract money out of my account okay so doing criminal shit killing folks waging wars but anything involving actually helping or doing something positive for the community ain't no good and so if you're if you're relying on a government to fucking make sure that criminals are being appropriately uh you know that that they're the disseminator of justice. You're gonna you're gonna create situations where it isn't satisfactory. You know, period. But you know, then again, it's the same situation where it's like you know, well, you, when, when it's undeniable, right? Like everybody saw that motherfucker shoot the girls, and like you know, right then they need to get got. You know, so it's a multitude you know? of reasons why we've seen these shootings happen, man. I really firmly believe that these trigger happy people with guns are just so quick to like shoot someone man like i don't know if it's some kind of fantasy they have but i really doubt that they're that scared or they did they don't know how to de-escalate a situation or they can't recognize the situation as non-dangerous and that they just they're ready to shoot their guns man yeah that's and it those, and those they're ready to take a life 
And those people need to go to fucking jail. Like those yes. people need to be gone. Those people don't need to be around. Like if you own a gun. Like if you're a, if you're a well, you don't need to exist. Like if you're someone who's literally walking around fantasizing about and waiting for your opportunity to get away with killing somebody, then you're not squad. Like we, me and you ain't on this. Me and that person ain't on the same fucking team. Yeah, and I'm all about people owning guns too, right? Like, look, if you want to own a gun, that's great. Right? You know, that's your right to do it. But guns don't belong in certain people's hands. That's for damn sure. You know what I mean? And it's exactly what we're talking about now. These trigger happy fools, man, ruining for everyone else. And you know, we've been saying for multiple podcasts, man, like there needs to be extensive education throughout school about guns like back in high school people would go hunting like you know i'm sure some people want to be cops which are going to be handling the gun they like, had rifles in their goddamn trucks i remember man and I, it was nothing nefarious it was, i mean bro i can't I, I can't i came to school with a 12 gauge hanging in the back of my window yeah yeah you know? and it's like yeah i mean education has to be there because yeah i mean they're just so many had no way to retract it and people are willing to down the hill of everybody needs every gut so it's like and we really really gotta address the mental health which i think can help out the uh you know gun activity that's a whole deeper problem that america has right now man with like healthcare, care like well especially mental health care man and like the, the crazy amount of money and well, yeah, can't oh, no, like yeah. can't, can't nobody afford to go to the doctor can't nobody afford to go to the therapist yeah I, it's an american problem because problems have intent on solving and there's like no intention on solving it you know like yeah i I just don't see the government or companies or you know society because it's like you know survival of the fittest and like if we really really wanted to fix the problem like there would solution it's like uh you know all these famous actors are like hey you like let's stop global warming by donating to a charity it's like all right like you're picking the simplest thing that's not gonna get fixed while you're alive and dumping money into it you know i have one more little like not little what am i talking about i have one more shooting that happened man recently that i want to get you guys thoughts on there was one where a 16 year old boy um was he was going to pick up his little brother and he was lost um so he was I don't know if he was a twin, but oh, it was a twin, right? Well, he was knocking mm-hmm. on, on you know people's houses, thinking it was the house, but it it, it wasn't. Um, and this was a black teenager, so he ended up going to and like he knocked on I don't know third or fourth house, and uh, an old white man answered. I think he was like eighty six. They said something like that. Um, eighty four, and then he like I guess the kid knocked on like he knocked, and the. The other gentleman opened the door and shot through the glass, hitting the kid in the head, I believe, or the hand, I'm not sure. And when he fell down, the guy shot a second time in his head, and he ended up surviving somehow miraculously. Knocked on two people's houses asking for help. They didn't give it to him. And the third house, I believe, he knocked on, you know, saying, hey, I've been shot, help me. They told him to get on the ground and put his hands behind his back, like his face on the ground. So. Uh, and the recent shootings that we covered was from a, like a Mexican guy who's the one who shot in the parking lot of the AGB. Um, so I guess, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, why aren't door-to-door salesmen under as much threat as 
regular people. I don't know, man. It's, it's super weird because like, the shit that bothers me about this situation was to release like two hours after like shooting somebody in the fucking head. That like that out. is, yeah, that's crazy. Like worst case scenario, like there needs to be something to kind of like figure out what what's going on. Like I don't think I could shoot anybody and just like walk back. You the house or whatever like that part's pretty absurd like if he was spooked and scared like you know cool whatever but i don't know man it's just man it's so peculiar. i just don't see i just don't see how you ain't got time to understand the situation bro i've been i've been in some real situations bro one time i woke up and there was a stranger standing in my dad's house what? yeah um you know there's been moments where like bro i had every right to utilize lethal force and have the capacity i own guns I fucking had the right. I could have killed stuff. I could have. I could have killed several motherfuckers in my life if I wanted to. And I know for a fact I could have gotten away with it because of how things are legally. And like, that's not what it's about. You don't just shoot somebody because you know you can get away with it legally. You shoot somebody if you're literally, sincerely trying to protect your life. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like a. It's just like a. It's like a. A last case scenario type of situation where you shoot somebody. You know, like I. I don't know. Like I've in every circumstance that like I've been in like I've been in circumstances similar to literally every single one of these circumstances that we've talked about tonight both as someone who would have been getting shot and as the person who would have been doing the shooting right and like for me there's no excuse again like bro I'm a big angry gorilla things were like bro if, if I know that I can control myself to the point where I can ask proper questions and determine whether or not this person's really a threat to me or not so can anybody else right and that's all that's happening is people are just literally being so hasty with it that they're not taking time to determine whether or not they're really being threatened or not exactly um, and like yeah like you that's not chill you know what i'm saying how, how did that situation play out with that guy in your house what happened uh, what the fuck is that about yeah oh man kind so, of gloss uh, over that <laughs> so so there was a so there was a there was like a 30 year old dude who uh had some type of uh mental retardation he was some type of some type of not right and uh he had gone out with some friends a few nights before and he was like to the point where like he just stayed home with his mom you know he was a 30 year old man living with his mom type shit and, like he and nothing wrong with that but like he just he he, he it's not like he was doing it for financial reasons like he couldn't get out there in the world. he was fucked, yeah he, he, he wasn't all there yeah he, he, he was he, he was gonna be with his mom for the rest of his life and it was yeah. very obvious and uh, basically set up by some people that he thought was his friends they uh, they they picked him up they took him out to the country they took everything he had and they dropped him off in the middle of nowhere and oh, uh damn. yeah and he walked for like two days and got to my fucking house and uh so you see him standing there in the middle of the night no it's it's, it's, it's like eight in the morning it's like oh, okay. eight, it's like eight in the morning and uh shit man i hollered for my dad i'm like hey man like there's fucking a dude here do you know this fucking guy and <laughs> i was like fuck no who the fuck are you type shit yeah assessing and, the situation and like he he definitely was like acting strange bro he definitely like wasn't right like it was definitely a freaky situation i felt sincerely threatened the entire time you know what i'm saying but like once we got him sat down and we were able to talk to him and understand what was going on you know, it was clear he wasn't a threat. It was clear, you know, he was just lost and he needed his mom. You know what I'm saying? And like, I literally could have walked out, seen that guy, walked back to the fucking safe, grabbed a shotgun and blown his heart out the back of his chest. 
without saying a single word and I would be just as free right now as I am right now. Like, it, like I fucking shot a trespasser in my house. I have every right to do that. And you and, and your pops have the capacity to not only assess the situation, but really have empathy for that person. Right. To an extent to where you're like, okay, I see that, you know, something's wrong here. You, you seem like a threat, but not a threat that's, you know, considered lethal just yet. So everyone has that capacity. And it's just like you said before, these people know the law and they know that they can get, you know, get away with it. Because if that was anyone else, wanted to shoot someone dead who just wanted to pull that trigger they would have taken that opportunity and, and like i know for a fact that like i've met people who have been braggadocious about this type of shit in the past they're like i shot that motherfucker yeah and it's like bro you're a fucking piece of shit like really really like you like you should never be like really proud about taking the life of somebody else especially if you didn't like take the appropriate time to understand if they were even a threat or not so it's one of those things where like there are definitely people out there who are just like itching and waiting for the day that like someone's sending in their living room you know what I'm saying? Like I've I've literally seen videos online where guys are like polishing their guns. I can't wait for them to break into my house. And it's like those guys who are polishing their gun, waiting for the day someone breaks in, beating their dick to the idea of getting to shoot somebody in their living room. Those are the people who are the problem. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like those are the people who go out and shoot people during road rage incidents. Those are the people who go out and, uh, and you know where they walk is their castle, and whenever they feel threatened, they defend their castle with a police force. You know what I'm saying? Guys who are shooting people during road rage incidents, guys who are shooting people during fucking altercations in the parking lot of the HEV, and guys who are shooting people in their fucking front yards. You know what I'm saying? It's the same energy across the board. And, you know, it's a it's a big issue, man. Like, for real, for real, for real. And, it's, and like, let's be real, like, it's gener- it, And, like, for real, for real, it's generally really conservative folks. Like, you, I know there's been, like, a couple of people who've done some mass shootings recently that are trans folks, and that's got, the conservative community up in fucking arms, bro. But like, bro, the real problem is right now against terrorism in this country, bro. That's the, I'll die on that. I'm glad someone said it because I, I uh, wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Um, like you said, right wing, like far right wing. Yeah, right, 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 right wing extremist yeah. terrorism. Literally, right. sh- Sharia law equivalent motherfuckers. Well, shoot, man. I guess. Uh... Yeah, we can give them a bit of advice and kind of calm their nerves with another fantastic topic. So, what we're going to do is a quick little round of One Gotta Go. And the concept of the game is you're going to get a few options. And one of them you can never use in any capacity ever again. So, for number one, we got a handheld pipe. Number two, we have an old school joint. Number three, we have a blunt. And number four is a low-end bait. So nothing too crazy, just a little handheld that'll, you know, get you by if you're on a road trip or, you know, somewhere uh, where smoking isn't allowed in the building. So, Greg, uh, go ahead. And the way we'll do it is, I guess, kind of leave which one you would get rid of uh, for last. Okay, man. Okay, well... I can't get rid of the handheld pipe, man. That's so reliable, bro. You know what I mean? I've, I've had a pipe, I don't know, since I started smoking, like my senior year of high school. So I, a handheld pipe would definitely not be it. Just because I have too many memories with so many good pipes. Pipes I've broken and pipes I've, uh, you know, I've kept over the years. So it's definitely not that. 
Is that what we're doing? Like, say what we're like, which one we wouldn't get rid of, and then someone else. Would be right. I would probably definitely have to keep the vape out of them all. Right. Like being able to get high anywhere, anytime, with that level of convenience is like my number one. But if I were going to get rid of one of them, it'd be joints. Right. Because at the end of the day, like. I don't want to get rid of blunts because blunts have the tobacco in them and I and I like they're the only place in this list where you can have that mix right so I don't want to get rid of that mix right and uh, the, the pipe and the bong are going to be the cleanest ways to get it right like they're like the joint without the paper mm-hmm. right and so uh, you know the you have the mobility and the convenience of smoking on the go with the blunt you have the capacity to take big hits and really enjoy yourself smoking at home with the bong and the vape allows you to smoke anywhere and so really like the odd man out is the joint that's only because it serves the same purpose as either the pipe or the blunt as a mobile option to smoke except it isn't as clean as the pipe and it is and it doesn't have the added sauce of tobacco like the, the blunt so somewhere out there bro Somewhere out there, your brother Kevin is crying for some unknown reason that he can't, that he doesn't know yet. But the fact that you said joints, it's going to make sense whenever you tell him. Oh, well, shit. I, Kevin, Kevin fucking smokes at all. He'll smoke anything. He, he rolls the best bl- uh, joints, though, man. I think, hands down, in my entire life, he rolls the best joints that I've well, ever seen in my life. It's it's hard for me to say that because he got taught with my pops. And my pops rolled better than uh, by See, I haven't... I, I haven't had the honor of smoking with your pop. Right? What? You ain't ever smoked with my dad, bro? No, man. But I, I can definitely see where Kevin got her from now. Because I remember a few years ago, man, honestly, it might have been more, I, I don't know how long ago. It was at Cameron's old apartment. And we asked Kevin to if he could roll like a, a, a cross joint. Because, you know, pineapple looks Bro, are you talking about the one here. over on Metric? I think so, man. I bro, really that do. Was a, I don't know, bro. That was a decade ago. That was, that was so, that was so long ago. I don't remember if it was his first cross joint ever, or if he, I don't know if he's done it before, but I remember us saying, dude, can you do it? He was like, I can do it. Don't worry. And yeah, he wrote a perfectly smokable cross joint. That shit happened. I was there for that. Yeah. Legend. Legend. Yeah. Okay, well, but I'd have to, I'd have to agree I have to be a fun man, only because I can't roll joints. So I, I yeah, really can't. Sam. I can roll once you once you get it down, it's easy, easy. Yeah, I can roll blunts just fine. Uh, I, I I would I would hate to get rid of the vape, like Pun said, just for the convenience of it. Um, but yeah, definitely the joints gotta go because I can't roll for shit. Yeah, get joints the fuck up out of here. Yeah, like I. Blunts for me is the supreme of all of them. I feel like it's just top tier. Is something that's easily shareable, uh, fairly easily rollable. Uh, the flavor is good. You can switch it up. Like it just has so much versatility, and it looks cool as fuck whenever you put it above your ear. I, I mean, the pipe for me. Whenever I was a Pizza Hut driver, the delivery guy, that's what I would uh, I would smoke out of. Like I put my pipe, take a hit with our manager at the time. Or actually, you rolled the blunts, bro. Yeah, rolled the blunts. Bro, I, nothing nothing ever beat trading grams of weed for large pizzas. Mm. That's, yeah. That was good plan. We were poor. If we needed food and we had weed, and we made it work. 
Word. You gotta do it, bro. Especially with wait, was manager at the time? I know he's not manager anymore, so I held was the assistant manager when I was there. We had a we had a couple managers. We had several managers, bro. I was there for like a year or so, a year and a half, and I think I had three managers. Oh, it's a good dude. Yeah, Yeah, great dude, man. But he'd be like, he'd roll it up. Like, all right, you got deliveries here and here. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. I loved so much that one time he got across with me and was like, let's go outside. And I was like, nah, I love you, bro. I ain't trying to fight with you. Y'all know job stuff, bro. Well, and it's like, y'all know. They're like, motherfucker wants to go roll in the dirt. Let's go. Like, I ain't ever been one to shy away from that. Yeah. Like, man, I really didn't want to fight. Like, that's my dude. Like, I had nothing but good vibes with him. And he was just like having a bad fucking day that day. And I was like, man, I'm not going to fucking wear your ass out in the parking lot because you're having a bad day today. I love you too much for that. It's literally what I told him. I love you too much to go whoop your ass in the parking lot. He didn't like hearing that, but I mean, I it finally got to the point where I was like, man, I'll take an ass whooping to prove this point to you, bro. Like, I'm not scared to fight. It's just like, I don't want to fight you. Like, you're a good dude. Like, no interest in fighting someone who I like feel positively about. So we all agree. Super like, joints gotta go. Yeah, yeah, joints gotta go. Damn, we hit a consensus on which one needs to go, huh? Yeah, first time. Look at us be on the same page. Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, shoot, we're kind of over the mark for this week, but uh, we'll save that last subject for the uh, next rendezvous. But, man, any uh, closing thoughts or comments? No, I mean, you know, love everybody. You know, treat people the way you want to be treated. And, you know, every, you know, it, man, out here in the world, people are a lot kinder than what they're making you believe they are online. And, and on on the news, you know what I'm saying? Don't 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 look to your cell phone or to your to the news station for truth. Look out here in the world and look in your heart for truth. That's where you're gonna find it. The truth is that we all love each other and you know, as long as we all lead that life, we'll all do a lot better together, man. Man, so you know, the holiest of weeks for us Catholics just passed and I did a lot of reflecting and, you know, like praying. And it, it really seems that simple, man. Like you said, just love one another, you know. And it's it's funny you say that because Jesus in like the New Testament before he was about to pass away, he talked about the Beatitudes of life. And one of the Beatitudes was like, you know, you know, one of my greatest commandments I can give you is like to love one another as I have loved you. And if there are Christians out there, like I hate these hypocrite fake Christians or fake Catholics, because that's what really drove me away from the Catholic Church is that begin to notice those you know those slime balls man and it it poisons the church whenever it's filled with them but well, i you think know, the pedophiles kind of poison the church but <laughs> yeah that too yeah you're right yeah look i'm not gonna lie you're right but i'm talking about like now in this current age where everyone's like you know claiming to be a christian but just have you know really just don't really read the the book it's based on you know just love one another man that's it who cares about differences? Who cares about all that? Damn, heard that, man. Well, we will end on that note. Greg, Pun, appreciate you fellas for coming through. Always a good time, fellas. All right, until next time. <laughs>